Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding to finance, set up to staffing, our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. I'm Ann Kennedy, president of Outlines Venture Group and author of Global Search Engine Marketing. I'm here with Jillian Music, my partner at Outlines and co-founder of both Moz and Bread Approved. Together, we are serial entrepreneurs helping online companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. Find out more at outlinesventure.com. Hi, Jillian. Hello, Ann. It's good to be here. What's on your mind today? Well, the question, number one question we hear from founders at almost every stage of entrepreneurship and almost everywhere we go is, how do I find capital, right? Yeah, that's true. And for that reason, you and I have been keeping an eye on progress towards gender equity in venture funding because that's something we care passionately about. And it's time to check in again as the numbers come in for 2018. And I have to say, they ain't pretty. I heard recently that achieving parity for funding women uh, founders, meaning women will be funded at the same rate valuations and with sums that equal what men enjoy today, that this will not happen for 160 years at the current pace. I can't wait that long. <laughs> Neither can any of us. I had to chuckle and quietly when you said we're keeping an eye on progress. Uh, <laughs> is, yeah, right. Is, shockingly, there is no progress. And it truly is shocking. TechCrunch reported in November that women-led startups receive 2.2% of funding. And if that sounds familiar, it's because it's exactly the same number as 2017. Now, this was reported by PitchBook. Um, you know, I, I have also heard numbers that say it's only 2%, but it's actually gone down from that 2.2 or 2.19. I've, I've heard those also. 
no progress. And that's stunning considering the volume of voice around this subject this past year. Indeed. Indeed. So uh, Crunchbase cheerfully reported that women-led startups raised more cash, uh, $2.3 billion in a whopping 391 deals, and that was up from $2 billion in 2017. And I also like to follow the mixed gender teams because I think those are very important uh, for many, many reasons. And the biggest reason is that they didn't get that much money either. Uh, apparently, they raised $13.2 billion in uh, 1,346 deals, and that was up from uh, 12.7 billion in 2017. So percentage-wise, for the gender-mixed teams, uh, men and women founders working together, um, that's about 12.8%, which is up from around 10% or so in 2017. So if we add together the shares for the women and the shares for the gender diverse teams, still the all male founders got 80% of all funding in 2018. 87% actually, yes. Yes, um, 87%. And with nearly 100 billion, and in fact, some say before it, it may turn out to have been 100 billion, uh, but with 96.7 billion already clocked in, invested in 2018, that means the guy's share was more than last year's total $82 billion invested. So it's like, really? <laughs> yes. Um, it, you know, it's, uh, it is stunning. Um, we know that despite more than a decade and even more now of data indicating that diverse teams and women founders outperform male-only teams by large margins, uh, the famous one, of course, 63%, and that you know, well-known uh, report from First Round Capital, but so many others are reporting the same. So I know there are some naysayers out there, yeah, yeah, I've heard about that, but it was all flawed. You know, flawed or not, this is still not a rounding figure. In the public sector, uh, women uh, at the senior level team at least 30% um, or on boards of directors at least 30%, they turn in as much as 37% higher return on investment public sector, private sector, it matters not. If you take the entire world and put them to work, you do better than if you take only one body type. And yet this continues. So there are a growing number of groups that are working on this problem, but it's going to take longer than just a year to fix it. And still far fewer than 10% of all VC decision makers are women. Right. And 74% of US VC firms have no women investors. So, Jillian, what are we going to do about this? Well, uh, you know, fighting <laughs> the old fight, I think, is not the way to go. There appear to be trends toward funding more women. For example, Goldman Sachs announced in 2018 in the summer that it has an initiative to create funding vehicles aimed at women. And they've targeted a huge fund of half a billion dollars. It will serve, however, Series C or later stage companies only. And it's important for fast scaling uh, businesses you know, but many women founders never get to series B, let alone C, because they lack the post-seed funding and the series A and B. 
A and B are the killer places uh, where women fall off this chart. And you know, asking somebody to arrive at a scalability that they cannot achieve because they don't get that funding is kind of nonsensical. Of course, we can help you to you know go global with Series C, D, E, and then public. That's great, but only if the companies exist. Now, Microsoft, for example, at M12, they have some constraints too. Um, they are, for example, only able to fund companies, not funds. They're not a fund of funds. So they can't move their capital into earlier stages by funding the female funders at, say, Series A or seed stages and so on. Uh, it makes sense that what's needed is significant funding at these earlier stages. Not so early as Angel. It's not impossible to get Angel funding for women. It's not great. It averages somewhere between about 17 to 22%, and that seems to be holding steady in 2018, just as it did in 2017. So not wonderful, but not impossible. The impossibility is when we talk about serious capital to prove markets and expand nationally and internationally. Still, there are far too many role models that say to investors, yes, you can trust that a woman can run a multinational corporation and even more importantly, can build one. If there were more women who had done it, then it would be evident that they can do it. So that's the chicken and egg problem. And we're running around in circles and we've made no progress in 2018. And yet, 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 I have to protest. I mean, what about Meg Whitman? What about Mary Barra? You know, well, she didn't start GM, but she's been running it. I mean, what about uh, Jeannie Rometty at IBM? There are women who are running large multinational corporations, big yes. brand ones. And then there are women who started um, corporations that became multinational. I still have to protest. Why, I, why is nobody paying attention to this or, or allowing this to add to the um, credibility? Women, so are they will still, put money. women are still hired, rewarded, funded, etc., for the work they have already accomplished. Men for their potential. And this continues in 2018 and will continue to go forward until we change something at the root. And I think that's what we should be talking about. We cannot change the fact that there are so few women that we can name them on this show who are running these multinational corporations. We haven't, of course, talked about our sisters in India and China and uh, the UK, all over Europe, the South America and so on, but still they could all be listed in the space of this show with time to spare. And that's insufficient. So we're going to have to look at something quite different in order to bring confidence in, uh, so that people can take the risk and fund that which has not been funded before. And that's not just about people. It's also about the solutions and problems being solved that are being built by these women who don't have the public face of those few who are already running the existing multinationals. So that is a great place to take a break because I think we've got a really meaty topic to get into in the second half. So let's take a break for our sponsors. And after we'll talk more about funding women founders and diverse teams and how we're going to fix this. This is CEO Coach and we'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. 
Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. are now tuned in to the world's largest online radio podcast network for internet marketers looking to dominate the B2B marketplace. WebmasterRadio.fm WebmasterRadio.fm is home to some of the most respected authorities in all aspects of internet marketing from SEO to affiliate marketing to social media, e-commerce, mobile marketing, and so much more. Our hosts travel to all stretches of the world and speak to the impact players that are affecting our industry on air on demand and available on every mobile device that you can imagine this is webmasterradio.fm webmasterradio.fm we're everywhere Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. We're back with Julian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. We are talking today about funding women founders, which is not progressing so well, even for diverse teams. While the dollars invested in each have increased, the percentages have only squeaked upwards, if at all, because of the record number of dollars invested in 2018. So what is to be done? How do we get progress rolling? Jillian, before the break, you talked about going to the root of the problem, which is that women are assessed on what they have already done and men are assessed on their potential. So. Have at it. How do we shake that up? Right. Well, you and I are shaking that up. We uh, join uh, several score of women who have said enough and have started their own funds. You and I have launched the Sibylla Masters Fund in 2018, and we're coming up on one year of our fundraising efforts and are just beginning to see our own uh, move, if you will, that pivot to uh, success. And so it takes a long time. It takes a great deal of effort. It takes a number of people to make it happen. Individuals, corporations, organizations, in order to fund something significant enough to make a real difference in this seed and series A stage. Now, uh, as we look at those things, it isn't about knowing that um, the founder has the experience to go and build this company because the founders don't, male, female, or otherwise, they don't. 
right? They're going to be doing it for the first time in almost all instances. So funding those who have built companies before only and funding those who look like yourself and funding those with the same history and experience, that means you will continue to fund tall, white, American-spoken males from Harvard or Stanford with a baritone voice. If you want to look for a broader set, you're going to have to put the money into the hands of a broader group of people. And that means making sure that women with capital are able to make the investment decisions. It isn't just about funding women. It's actually about funding companies that are building ideas, uh, corporate pro excuse me, uh, products and services, right, that serve a broader group of humans. Whoever holds the money funds what is important to them. And when all the money is coming from men to men in a small you know, demographic sector of the planet, that's what's important and that's what gets funded. It doesn't mean that what's being funded is bad. I don't want to take the pie and carve it up. I want to increase the size of the pie. Therefore, more female funders, more female founders get funded. Don't try and say that one three times backwards. <laughs> yeah, or forwards. Um, so you, you just uh, hit on something that I think is an important root concept here. This is not a zero-sum game. I mean, if no. we look at the way the amount of dollars invested have increased year on year, you could see the pie gets bigger and Go getting back. our share of it. And what I think is striking is that if the world continues to try and solve problem, problems using only half the population's brain power and arguably less than that because if you take out all the minority men who don't get funded too, um, you're down to what, 40%, a third of the population is yeah. making all decisions. How do they think they're gonna cure cancer or um, put uh, somebody on Mars or any of these things that need doing or the stuff that needs doing in our daily lives. I mean, imagine what were possible if we got all the different minds to work on these problems. Yes. First of all, you know, the holding up half the sky, I get that. Certainly, you know, a brain is a terrible thing to waste. All of these uh, slogans that have been put around different sectors of the population, male and female, all uh, varieties of people from all parts of the world, all colors of skin, all of these things have been uh, laudable but they have not addressed the capital. And I think that addressing the capital is the big deal. So there's an interesting thing going on, right? The population of the world is aging. And as they age, more women last longer than men. So as the women come into the control of capital, right? It isn't only you know, uh, how should I say, financially challenged people who are dying, wealthy people are dying too. And as the women come into control of this capital, the women come into control of this situation. They can amplify their capital by using it to fund other women who are solving problems, not only for women, but women tend to solve problems uh, for kind of entire communities, the children of all genders and all races and creeds. Um, the men don't tend to do that. It doesn't mean they don't always do it or they never do it. Really, there are, uh, you know, again, glittering generalities. But in general, this is what the women are funding, right? They talk often about a particular company, and I'm going to name names here, right? The Joy Lux Company, for example, is solving uh, prolapse uterus, cystoceles, and rectoceles, and most men don't even know what the heck we're talking about here on this show. 
but the women do. 85% of every woman who walks this planet who has had even one child will come into this problem somewhere between the age of 40 and 60 years old. The only option for tending to these issues, and I'm going to let everybody listening here look it up themselves, right? The only option to tending to this are draconian medieval kinds of surgeries. And this device will save the next generation from this kind of problem. You take you know, a dozen guys 55 years old, put them in a room and tell them to listen to such a pitch. And they'll say, I don't know, how big could the market be? You know, it's just, I mean, my wife doesn't have it. What are you talking about? She's not telling you. She's not even talking to her friends about it. Most of the time she doesn't talk to her physician about it. And even more time, she doesn't even understand what the hell is going on. But there it is. And all of the different things that happen right uh, around it, can be solved and mitigated by simple devices. But who the heck is going to fund such a company? Now that one is, if you will, at the extreme. And women are building companies in the marketing sector, in the automation sector, in the self-driving sector, you know, a vehicle driving sector, in every sector of the planet, things that men are addressing as well. But they also address issues that never come to market because they don't get the money for any of the above, let alone for these particular items. Now, as you look at these kinds of companies solving different kinds of issues or solving them in different ways, and that's important as well, you're going to have to put the money into a diverse set of hands. So we begin with the gender diversity, but there are so many diversity, inclusion, and belonging issues that will need to be addressed. We can only do so much, you and I, Anne, but we have to rely on our colleagues to address many more. Um, as we move the capital into different hands, different companies will be uh, funded, different groups of humans will be funded, different ideas will turn into products and services and processes. They will also be funded. That's the key. You can't fix this unless you fix who has control of the capital. And that's what we hope to do in 2019. And a great many of us are working on that. As you said, there are other groups of women, other new women VCs. It's really a very exciting time. And, you know, you and I, Jillian, we uh, aim to raise $100 million while we were just talking about billions. So it's just a, really a drop in the bucket. But the point is to amplify the conversation, to make more people hear this, more women, and so that they know there is solidarity, but also the more men that know that this is a possibility. Um, yes. It takes both, yes, it takes both men and women to make things right. Uh, it isn't really the separate but equal. But at this point, uh, I think that first step is about making that division uh, so that the women have some control of capital and they can leverage it to move things forward. The interesting thing here, Anne, is that this is not a goodwill gesture. This is not about doing you know, good and, uh, and doing it instead of writing you know, the goodwill check. This is about doing well by doing good. That's extraordinary because again, the women are returning higher ROI. The gender diverse teams are returning higher ROI. They end up in court less frequently, far fewer Me Too problems. Uh, you know, all of those things uh, come together and things get solved that were not being solved before. That means we are again increasing the pie on both sides of the equation. So very interesting to note, this is not about divvying up what is but expanding what could be. 
precisely. And once again, you've given us a perfect time to take a break for our sponsors. And then we're going to come back and try and wrap up this really exciting discussion about improving funding for uh, uh, more diverse leadership teams. This is Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music at CEO Coach, and we'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2019. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. We've been talking today about the uh, non-progress of funding for women-founded founder teams and diverse teams and um, what can be done and should be done about that and what uh, we are trying to do about that. So um, I was thinking today, I have a slightly different take on uh, uh, the tips, Jillian, if you if you bear with me. Um, you might ask uh, what Gloria Steinem might have to say about this, and I'll tell you because I had the pleasure of actually meeting her recently. So guys, so, um, I think you're gonna have to look that up. An awful lot of people are another generation or two generations beyond 
but Gloria Steinem uh, is and was an activist for female uh, or feminine uh, issues uh, from, uh, gosh, the 1960s. And today at over 80 years old, she continues to work toward the cause of gender equality among a whole bunch of issues uh, from financial parity, uh, including things like salaries and services and uh, benefits to things like social equity. She's an extraordinary woman. And uh, in and in my generation, she was um, the beacon to which we looked up and thought there is a voice that's worth listening to and a voice that will take us to that next generation. So we follow in her footsteps, actually. She was a colleague, um, if you will, a, a compatriot of our uh, you know, generation. Um, but we follow in her footsteps and now these next generations should do the same. So look her up, folks, Gloria Steinem. Yeah, and uh, so I was thinking about how to tie feminism to what we're doing because I think there is there how how if we think about feminism how can that help entrepreneurs, um, women founders, and quite possibly founders of any gender. So guys, listen up too. Here's what the first thing I learned: power is most effective when it is shared. No matter what you might think, none of, able, none of us is able to accomplish all we want to alone. And like most things in life, your influence goes farther when you share it with others. Julian, we've talked about this before in our shows on diversity and inclusion, that if you have a place on stage and you want to help somebody achieve rise to that level, you offer them a place to do it. It's a, um, it's a fundamental principle of parity. So if you have a platform or influence or power or a voice you, that you benefit from sharing it with others who don't, as well, you give them a leg up to help equalize access. Ha! But if you don't have a voice yet, Gloria Steinem used power of sharing to find hers. By her own admission, she was terrified of public speaking, believe it or not, when she started out, even though she was determined to speak for women who needed it. So what'd she do? She found other powerful women to share their voices with her on stage. And in doing so, she advanced her own agenda for gender equality. This was a brilliant strategy that amplified her message and theirs. Now, great late in life and secure in her role as a leader, as you so beautifully described, Jillian, she graciously shares her power with others like me. So <laughs> tip number one, if you're starting out and have not found your voice or an audience that takes you seriously, find someone who has and does both and invite them to present with you. Do you fear maybe they'll overrun your platform and drown you out? Well, that's a possibility, but more likely the power of activating your community will serve you better than going it alone. So this brings me to the second thing I learned from Gloria Steinem. We are not alone because we have each other and that makes us stronger. There is no need to toil in isolation. So tip number two, find your group, your cohort. You know, startup life can be really, really lonely. So why not avoid going into those woods alone? Your group might be other entrepreneurs. Um, every community I've ever lived in has 
such groups, or it might be a group of trusted advisors, or it might even be your board of your startup, people you've selected carefully for the expertise that you need. So thirdly, go ahead and reach for what you want to accomplish. Gloria Steinem wanted to be a journalist, but for women emerging in the 1950s, well, guess what? All she got to write about were things called, air quotes here, women's interests, such as reviewing a new trend towards textured stockings, or recipes, or new and appealing restaurants. <clears throat> Not that covering any of these things got her a seat at the table. However, it did pay her rent as she persisted in speaking up for more serious assignments for interview and politics. So my tip number three from Gloria Steinem is work with what you've got until you get where you want, but always keep your vision and your mission clear in your mind. It took Gloria Steinem a long time to find her voice and power. She had to start where women were in 1960. I was pretty young then, so were you, Jillian. Um, and she worked from there, and the rest, as they say, is history. I think we call that grit. Yeah, grit. Yes. And with that, I think it's time for us to close this session at uh, CEO Coach. It's been a pleasure as always, and that's it for this episode. We'd like to thank our producers at Webmaster Radio for their ongoing support. You can download these shows at webmasterradio.fm forward slash shows forward slash CEO dash coach. You can also find us at iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many other places around the web. You can find links and more on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash CEO Coach Podcast. Stop by, hit the like button so we know you are out there. Tell us what you'd like to hear about on CEO Coach. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jillian with Ann Kennedy, and you can find out more about how we help companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at uplinesventure.com. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 